Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from sunny Southern California. And, of course, uh, brought to you on behalf of Bet Rivers. Check out the latest lines from World of Sports. Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Got to be 21. President in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, look, there's a lot to get to. And one pick, I think, is a surefire pick. Surefire pick to... Uh, for for this weekend, I give you all my picks later on this hour. We got oh oh yeah yeah we got Brandon Whedon's going to join us as well. I'll ask him about some of the things we've seen, some of the things we will see uh, this this upcoming weekend. But I I I thought this was was really interesting, maybe really really telling. Was there's a uh, obviously today there's a you look and you're like man there's one black head coach in the NFL like that's that's not good. That's not good. Now, is there what 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 has a tendency to happen when you're in a spot like this? Is you'll get all of the kind of latent claims of uh, racism and and um, was it in- institutionalized racism? Which I mean, look, I I think if most human beings are reasonable and patient, understanding. There's what seven jobs open? Is that right now or now? Seven, okay, seven. That's not counting the Raiders. There's possibly the Seahawks. My guess is, you know, somewhere between three and seven of them will be occupied by black men by the by the end of the hiring cycle, right? Like it's. But what's 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 always interesting is that we don't look at so many of the different teams and. We just make claims of what's the the logic behind it, right? Here's what I mean. Okay, take the take the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins have a black GM and a black head coach. The black GM got the black head coach fired because they just couldn't get along. That has nothing to do with color of skin. That has to do with two men who are both want to win and had different views of it and felt like they couldn't work together, right? Um. Uh, you get claims about uh, somehow Eric Bieniemy every year is like, well, Eric, why why won't Eric Bieniemy get get a job? I think there's I've presented that to you previously based upon three different talks I've had with three different general managers in why he didn't get a job and somebody else did, and really all of them said the exact same thing: like him as a guy, right? Like him as a guy, but just. Didn't blow us away with any sort of specific details to exactly what he wanted to do. And then when you compound that, you know, when you compound it with um, the fact that we don't know what he does in Kansas City, right? Andy Reid calls the plays. There's a quarterback coach, a passing game coach, a passing game coordinator, uh, and a run game coordinator, and Eric Bieniemy. So it's not one thing, it's the next. Do I think he gets a job? Probably. Yeah. I I don't know what specific job. It all depends on what the right fit is. 
But I also think that we, we have to also be honest and go like, all right, look, most all of these teams have had a black head coach before. Um, so you're, you're basically asking people to only hire a certain race of people that that's, that's not fair either. Does it have to change? Yeah. Will it change? Yeah. And I, I actually believe, and this is, I actually believe that it has really changed. It's part of it is, I think the front office stuff needs to continue to evolve. That's where the real numbers are, you know, but we also have to factor in that what it, ta- we, we, you, we used, we use one stat, which I believe is a, for the most part, it's not really a viable stat in terms of hiring a head coach. And that is 70% of the players are black in the NFL. So a higher percentage of coaches need to be black. Well, a higher percentage of coaches need to be black. It has nothing to do with the percentage of, of players in the NFL. Because the idea that you had to have played in the is the idea that you have to have played in the NFL to be a head coach, or in order to communicate with black players, you have to be black. I, that one I'm co- players want to be coached. And they want coaches that are all in. Do they like coaches that have played? Absolutely. But not but just because you played does not mean you know how to coach. And just because you coach doesn't mean you know how to play. And just because you've done any of that stuff doesn't mean you know how to be in the front office. I think what you're seeing is, what you're seeing is, and honestly, Dan Campbell probably gives you the most hope if you're Eric Bieniemy, right? Because Dan Campbell is a super high energy, energy, beloved kind of football guy. And I don't know if Eric Bieniemy is that high of energy, but he's generally a well-liked football guy. And then Dan Campbell went about and almost all of his coaches, like Aaron Glenn, who's his defensive coordinator, Aaron Glenn was a really good football player. So that as a trend helps the trend as coaches. But we also have to realize like in the United States, 13% of the population is black. So does the population of head coach have to mirror the population or does the population of head coaches have to mirror the population of the NFL? If it's not a prerequisite to be a head coach that you played in the NFL. Does that make any sense? Does it look bad today? Of course, especially as good a coach as Mike Tomlin is. Is it going to stay that way? Of course not. Of course not. There's been incompetent head coaches that are white. There have been incompetent head coaches that are black. There's been one and done coaches that are white. There's been one and done coaches that are black. Right? Urban Meyer didn't make it through the season. David Cully did. Urban Meyer had a, a long history of success, granted at the college level. David Cully, nobody thought would be a head coach. They both got fired. Completely different reasons. Both rebuilding jobs. You know? Both rebuilding jobs. Do I think it changes? I know it does. I mean, like, the Texans are going to hire one of two coaches, most likely a black head coach. Um, I would guess that I'm going to, I'm going to go the over under is if the over under is three, I would go over. If the over under is four, I would hold my money. And then you get to five and all you need is a couple of head coaches to have success. And it continues to progress that way. You know, but, but part of it is that, and this all does go back to years and years on some level ago, but there have been, now that there are more black quarterbacks, the Byron left, which is of the world, 
you know, quarterbacks become coordinators and coordinators become coaches, especially with the offensive world in the NBA, in the, of the NFL. I think we're in the middle of, of progress. I think it just doesn't feel that way at the ver- at the, at this moment in time. It just doesn't feel that way. Yes, Chase, do and, and Doug, what I'm about to ask you, it's very political, and I know it goes back to the arguments that we always had over affirmative action too, but I think it applies here. If if the NFL in general kind of gives into this public pressure to hire uh, more black head coaches, right, you have coaches out there that have earned it on merit. Yes. Black head coaches that, that are waiting for that shot, that have worked their way up the system and, and, and deserve these jobs. I think it's a disservice to them to pressure any entity to hire the black coaches, right? Completely agree. Because once they get hired, then it's, yeah, they they hired him because he's black, and that's just not fair. Uh, There's a guy who's trolling me. He listens to the show, which I appreciate. His name's uh, Politically Petty GW. Hold up. Did Doug just say people remain patient? They had the nerve and try and use the Miami situation. Then he throws shades at Eric Bieniemy. Doug Peterson was under Reed. He got a job. More white splitting like black people make up, made up racism. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Doug Peterson was, when he was hired, by the way, just so you're aware, when Doug Peterson was hired, it was ripped to smithereens. Okay, ripped to smithereens by Michael Lombardi. Tell me I'm wrong. Go, so anybody just, if you have any time, Google. Michael Lombardi crushed it. He never called plays, doesn't know what he's doing, complete dope, right? That's basically what he called him. Okay, Andy Reid's, Two previous play callers who were hired. Okay. Doug Peterson was fired last year, did win a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. And and the other one uh is Matt Nagy, who just got fired with the Chicago Bears. Okay. So actually how it works, if it's political, petty, whatever your name is, guy, okay, the way it works is family tree guys hire family tree guys. They just do. So an Andy Reid guy will hire who they thought a guy who came from, for example, Chris Ballard was in Kansas city. Chris Ballard and Matt Nagy is super, super close. Their boys were on the same AAU team. Very close friends. Chris Ballard gets the job in Indy. He wanted to hire Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy won the bears job instead. Okay. But if Chris Ballard, whatever his interactions with, um, <clears throat> With Eric Bieniemy, were he didn't want to hire him. Look, Eric Bieniemy didn't get the job because I know what the jobs he interviewed for, and they were wildly underwhelmed by what he said his plan would be. On a on a litany of levels, here's what you have to understand: if you want to claim that this has happened because of racism, you have to believe that there are general managers in the NFL that their goal is not to win the most football games. Their goal is to hire a white coach, who can have, which is the most ludicrous thing ever. All anybody wants to do in professional sports is win. That's it. Do you know why? Because when you win, you get to keep your job and you make more money. And by keeping your job, you don't have to go home and tell your wife, honey, we're moving again. You don't have to pull your kids out of school and you can get a little bit bigger house. You can put a little bit more of them up away. That's really how it works. I've said this before about quarterbacks. You had this like ludicrous idea that the Bears didn't want Deshaun Watson because because of any the Bears didn't want Deshaun Watson because they misevaluated Deshaun Watson. Their medical people said he would tear his knee again. He did. Okay, and they did not believe that he was a good enough decision maker 
in the red zone. They went and saw him. They evaluated him. They wanted Pat Mahomes, but they were worried because there were some negatives to Pat Mahomes. Several teams passed on Pat Mahomes and are kicking themselves because of it. They passed on Deshaun Watson, and up until this past offseason, they were kicking themselves because of it. So not every decision is made. It's the right decision, but I don't believe any of the decisions that are made are made because of the color of skin. I just don't. God prove me otherwise. I think Biennemi gets a job. I think um, Leftwich gets a job. And and Byron, here's the here's why. Do you guys remember like one of the best pictures I've ever seen in college sports? You guys remember when Byron Leftwich was hurt at at Marshall and his teammates were carrying him down the field because they were in the two minute and they he had to get to the next. Do you guys remember that? I do. Yeah, that was great. I mean, it's unbelievably powerful. That's what a coach looks like. A coach looks like somebody who the teammates are going to carry them down the field. Carry them down the field. But, like, look, it, it, it's, I, I agree with you. There are plenty of really talented people. Aaron Glenn is somebody. Um, Gerard Mayo is going to get a job. I guess Brian Flores, I, I'm hearing more Giants. The problem with the Giants is they just fired a Patriot assistant, but this guy's been a head coach and won more games. I'd be really interested to see if they hire Brian Flores because Belichick carries a ton of weight with John Mara and John Mara doesn't feel like he wanted to fire Joe judge. So does it look bad? Of course it does, but it's also seven opportunities to find the seven right head coaches. I mean, it's like you can, if you really want, you can go well, the Oakland Raiders, you know, they have, they had John Gruden and look at John Gruden and they, the Oakland Raiders are generally considered one of the most forward thinking football teams and professional sports organizations. I believe they hired Archell that he, was he the first black head coach in the NFL? So like, let's not act like, let's not act like this has been. Every year has been one black head. There's been pl- plenty. Jim Caldwell, the only reason Jim Caldwell hadn't been a head coach was he had some health issues, which he's now told people and it's out there that he's, he's gotten healthier. He's also in his mid to late 60s. But like you had during the year, you had people yelling for Jim Caldwell to get a job. Like Jim Caldwell is a good man and a good football coach. Beloved dude. But it is a job where those guys work crazy hours. And there were lots of questions about his health. Lots of questions about his health. And he has gone around saying, I want one more shot at this thing. And he'll probably get one more shot at that thing. And if I were Jim Caldwell and you take a job, I would take a job and I would get a, an heir apparent to go with me so that I can coach for even longer and have somebody else handle the stuff I don't want to handle. But when you start to tell me about things that you don't know about, you kind of expose yourself as such as just being somebody who's yelling on media and social media. Does it look bad? Of course it looks bad. Is it going to be remedied? Of course it's going to be remedied. But you can't just knee jerk it overnight. You got to find the right fit. And by the way, some of these jobs are not going to close up for a while because Biennemi and Leftwich are going to be coaching for a while. It's really hard to go hire a guy who's still coaching right now when there's not really a ton of rush. It's not like college football where you got to rush and hire a guy because you have a signing. You got the signing period. It's just, it's just not that way. So, 
Um, here he tweets me again. You're missing the point, jackass. Doug Peterson and Nagy got the job. Good old boy network. What are you talking about? They were ahead of Eric Bieniemy in the pecking order. They were calling the plays. And by the way, both of them made the play. Nagy made the playoffs a couple of the years and Peterson won a super. Like, I don't even know what you're arguing about. That's not the good old boy network. It's how business works. Do you have it? You probably don't have a job. That's why you're listening to me and trolling me every day. Sorry, dude. If you have a job, you know that people who get jobs, it's because they follow people. Why is Jared Mayo going to get the job with, with Houston? Because he was a great player with the Patriots. He got a job with the Patriots. And, all, and Nick Casario is a guy who used to be with the Patriots. That's, that's called business. That's how it works. <laughs> right? Why is Jim Harbaugh not going to get the Jacksonville job? Because the GM of Jacksonville used to be his GM in San Francisco and they had a falling out. Pay attention. You know, I think I do think Todd Bowles will get uh, I thought Todd Bowles was I mean, he's obviously really good in Arizona's D coordinator, been very good in Tampa, not good with the Jets. But now you start to look around and go like, well, who could possibly be good with the Jets? We've had Raheem Morris on. He's done a good job with the with the. uh, Rams. And one of the things that happens with Raheem Morris, you take a job with Sean McVay and now you become a part of Sean McVay's circle, right? It's not just Raheem Morris's guys. He was in Atlanta last year. He's in Tampa as, as a head, as a, I think the youngest head coach in the league at the time, but now you're a part of that Sean McVay circle. So that opens up doors to anybody who's like, Hey, I need a Sean McVay guy. The one thing working against Morris, Vance Joseph, who's been a head coach, Leslie Frazier, who's been a interim head coach, Jim Caldwell has been a head coach. Jim Caldwell does not have this goal. Todd Bowles is, we have gotten to where more and more head coaches are offensive guys. Not all of them. More of them are offensive guys. That's, that's the trend. That's the Zach Taylors. That's the Sean McVay's. Um, that's, that's what happens. That's what happened in Green Bay. All right, a lot to get to. Uh, so why is there a Rooney rule? Well, I think that's obvious, right? It's to encourage people to interview more people of diversity. Okay? Rooney rule has been in effect for a while. And some people believe that Rooney rule doesn't work. I disagree. I'll, I'll give you a real quick, quick on the Rooney rule. Why that, I've, I've always been a proponent of it and think it totally works. Brian Flores. Okay. Was in the year before he got the dolphin job. The reason I got the heads up on Brian Flores was there were a couple of jobs open and I called a couple of these GMs and they're like, Hey, he's not going to get this job because he's not ready. He needs to be a D coordinator for a year. But this cat, Brian Flores, really sharp. Really, really sharp. Like savant level sharp. I had two guys tell me that. And so what it does is it makes you reach outside of whatever your immediate circle is. It's great. Does it always come up with the intended effect? No. No. But um, let's let's also point out while we're sitting there clamoring for some of these guys who have who have spent a ton of time building up a reputation in the National Football League, right? Like you know, um, what's the man's name? Just got fired from the Broncos, Chase Two. Uh, God, a very good defensive coordinator, and he never had a quarterback, and he just got fired by the Broncos last week. Uh, yeah, Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio was assistant in the NFL for fifty years. Never got a shot. Wink Martindale has never gotten a shot. Uh, it is really hard to get a head coaching job in the NFL. There's 32 jobs. And Andy Reid has a resume. If, if he's ever on the market, he gets a job. Bill Belichick, he's not leaving. 
once you have a Super Bowl, it's really hard to any for anybody else. Mike McCarthy, I don't think he's a particularly good coach, but he won a Super Bowl, he won a lot of games in Green Bay, so he got the Cowboys job. But to anybody who's like, wow, it's so hard to get, it's hard for everybody to get a job. There's 32 of them on earth. And there's seven that are open. It'll happen. Everybody knows it. But I think it does take away from the hires of really good coaches. Todd Bowles, perfect example. Failed with the Jets. I don't think it's close to all his fault. Then he went and with Tampa, he engineered a Super Bowl champion defense. And we'll see what they can do this year in the playoffs. And coaches get that second opportunity. That's when generally they find their footing. That's what happened with Belichick. But but it, it's, it's not easy. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. I love how people listen to radio. I love it. Because they hear things that I like, that didn't actually happen, or maybe it did happen, and... Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Bet River Sportsbook, the latest lines from World of Sports. Bet River Sportsbook. Bet River is the trust name in online sport betting. Got to be 21, president in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. If you have a problem, don't worry. I will solve it. Check out my picks while the DJ res- revolves it. Ooh. I want winners. Well, we got them. Five NFL. Five college. Five on three. One, two, three. Five. It's five for five with Doug Gottlieb. Let's All go, right, we're hitting 60% for the year. Let's uh, let's try and push that sucker to like 70 by the time we get done with the playoffs. We got six games, so I only have to avoid one game. What game will I avoid? Ooh, do tell, do tell. I've already, I already told you I like, uh, I, I don't like, I love the Bengals. I just do. The Bengals are a team that are fresh, that are rested, that before they sat everybody down, they won three games in a row. They've already beaten the Raiders. Granted, most of those points were in the fourth quarter. Raiders are going to be on fumes. This is a 4.30 East Coast start time. That's a 1.30 West Coast start time. Remember, at about mid, uh, about 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock on the West Coast, Sunday night was when the Raiders finished their regular season with an overtime win over the Chargers. I just think they're gassed. Gassed. Um, like the Bengals. A lot. And frankly, like the Bengals and the under. Uh, under is the bonus. Bills taking on the New England Patriots. It's going to be cold in Buffalo. Somewhere between 5 and 10 degrees. Check, please. Bills are a really good football team. And one of the things we've seen as we've kind of circled back around to the postseason is the teams we thought we were good are here. You know? The teams that have the elite quarterbacks... Chargers of the exception are here. The Bills are better than the Patriots. Patriots are a bit of a mess right now in terms of some injuries. I don't, I don't know if Mac Jones has been figured out, but I just, I, I think the Patriots, though I think Belichick has done a magnificent job generally in coaching, and I mean, they will throw the kitchen sink at the Bills. There's just a difference when one team, one is at home, that's three points, two has a better quarterback, and three, They've seen their own blood against the Patriots. So it's not like they dominated the Patriots twice and they think they're going to walk in and kick their butt again. They've lost at home. I, I think this is the Bills by a fairly, hand, fairly handily 7 to 10 points. Buffalo's a 4.5 point favorite. Give me Buffalo. Uh, I do have a dog for you. That's the San Francisco 49ers. 
I, I've heard it all. I've heard the uh, bulletin board material will help the Cowboys win a game. I don't really get that one. I, I love the Niners. Um, it's not that I don't like Micah Parsons, but there's just something missing with this Cowboy team. And I think the Niners are a team that, when healthy, have been among the elites in the NFL. Now, traveling away from home does give me a little bit, but they went into L.A. and beat the Rams. A very good pass rush. They can run the football. They found a way to get Debo Samuel the football. Uh, am I hesitant because Jimmy Garoppolo is going to make a big turnover? Of course. But I'm going to take the Niners. It's a, it's a favorite of so many for a reason. They got a legit shot. Give me the Niners on the road. Uh, oh, this, this one is the one that um, I feel like it's going to be closer than people. It's another underdog game. I don't think the Philadelphia Eagles are great by any stretch of the imagination. I just don't. But I think they're very good up front. Very good up front. And uh, I look, I've said, I've said I think Jalen Hurts is a talented backup, a low, low-end starter. But the Eagles have known that, and I know they've played a soft schedule, and they're not, you don't, they don't have to win the game to win the bet. Right? They don't have to win the game to win the bet. I, I'm, I'm going to take... I'm going to take the Eagles to cover this one. If you remember back to last year, we think of the New England Patriots as being this dominant playoff team. They struggled with the Washington football team. Why? Washington football team got after them. Got after them. I think Philadelphia did the same. Give them the Eagles. And the last pick, Kansas City Chiefs take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I want to think Pittsburgh keeps it close. I really do. But then I've seen Big Ben throw football this year. And I know how good Kansas City can be. And I think this is winning time. And I think the Chiefs know it. Give me the Chiefs. Those are the picks. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Brandon Whedon's our guest in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Brandon, let, let me quickly go back to last week. Everyone I know in the league is, is uh, uh, gushing with praise about Justin Herbert. Uh, when you see Justin Herbert, the guy who started for three different organizations in the league, what do you think? What do you see? Yeah, I'm asking an immense amount of talent. I mean, the guy's got... All the intangibles. He's a he's a big dude, big arm, uh, tough. Can make all the throws. I mean, he's he's got he's got it. There's no doubt. Um, you know, he's he's had he's still a young player in the league, so he's still I mean, obviously learning and, and seeing things for the first time. And you know, so he's gonna have some some bumps and, you know bumps in the road there. But uh, man, I mean, the dude is freakishly talented. I mean, he uh, that game against the Raiders the other night was was pretty remarkable, and what he did on fourth down in particular was I mean was crazy, but. Uh, no, I mean I'm, I'm a fan, man. I, I think he's he's got a, a very bright future. He's got a lot of good players around him. At the receiver position, at the at the running back position, um, I, I'm a I'm a fan. I think he is he is going to play that position for a long time if he can stay healthy. And uh, he's fun he's fun to watch the watch throw the football. I mean, there's you know he's he's athletic for how big he is, um, but can still stand in there and just deliver, man. He's he's got uh, he's got big time arm talent. What do you think the, the Raiders have left in the tank considering the emotions it took to play that game and to win that game? Yeah, I mean, and you know playing sports, man. Once you get to the playoffs, you kind of just reset. I mean, all those bumps and bruises and nicks and pains you got, you know, those you know immediately don't feel quite as bad. You kind of find a way to fight through it. But emotionally, you know, they – they were, you know, able to get in, get in the dance, and that's that's the goal of all 32 teams. But you know, I, I, you got to say one thing. I, mean, I was with Rich Passaccia, uh, the coach there now in Dallas, and and I'm, I'm excited, football coach. But 
I mean, what he's done with all the, the distractions and everything they've had going on in that organization to, to put themselves in this position, I mean, it's nothing short of unbelievable. I mean, they're playing hard for him. I mean, they're they're playing good on defense. Um, Derek Carr's playing pretty good football. I mean, they're you know if they can get healthy, uh, get Waller going, uh, get Jacobs you know healthy. I know he's got the ribs. I mean, they're they're kind of a scary scary team. They just kind of keep finding a way, you know. And they're they're just a tough football team. They kind of take after Versace. That's, that's his mentality as a special teams guy. He's you know, and he finally got his opportunity. So I'm excited to see those guys play as well as they are for him. Um, you know, they they're going to be against a good young talented uh, Cincinnati team that's playing playing well right now. Joe Burrow's playing really good football. So um, that that to me, that's one of the more intriguing games just because I really don't know what to expect. You know, there's there's so many unknowns, but um, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a heck of a football game. I, I I don't see it. I just don't. I I don't. Uh, their offense hasn't been as good. I mean, they just don't. They don't have the weaponry without rugs. Waller hasn't been the same. He's still working his way back from the knee, right? Yeah. And I just I don't. And Cincinnati's got dudes now. Can they get after the passer? Yeah. Um. But but we'll, we'll see. Let's get to the Cowboys. Uh, you played for the Cowboys. You started for the Cowboys. You know that team, that organization. A lot of people, myself included, picking San Francisco to come in. And win the game. Micah Parsons is a freak. First team, all pro. Amazing player. And we're led to believe they have so much talent on offense. What do you think about the Cowboys in the matchup against the Niners? Yeah, this is the, my my favorite game of the weekend. I you know, I can't figure, really, really I can't figure either team out, but I really can't figure, figure Dallas out. Some weeks they'll come in, they just look like you know world beaters and I mean just unstoppable on both sides of the ball. They're getting turnovers, they're getting after the passer. And score points of will, and then you know the next week, just eh, you know, I think it's going to come down to a, to a few things offensively. I think Dak's got to get Amari Cooper going, um, and Amari Cooper's got to play well. Uh, most importantly, I think Zeke's got to get going. I, I know he's rushed for a thousand yards, but I still think it's kind of a quiet thousand yards. I don't think he's been as good as he has been, especially early in his career. Um, you know, but most importantly, and I, I think this is where the game is going to be won or lost. I, and I, I, it's crazy to say this because Dallas has been so good up front on the offensive line for so long. Is they're going to have to play better up front? I mean, Zach Martin is an All-Pro, you know, right guard. He's he's a staple. And Tyron Smith, healthy, he's one of the better left tackles in the league. But other than that, they're average up front, in my opinion. I, and I don't think they're playing very well. And and San Francisco, San Francisco's got a good you know defensive line. They got a good front. They got a good, good second level. I mean, Fred Warner, those guys can those guys can run around. So. Uh, I think it's going to be won or lost up front, um, you know, and, and kind of the same goes for, for Jimmy G. Uh, I, I think Dak's going to have to make a couple throws late in that game to give him a chance and, and not, you know, screw it up early, but he's going to have to make a couple throws to win it, and, and Jimmy G's going to do the same thing. So uh, this, I think it's going to be one of the best games of the weekend. Um, I'm kind of with you. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see San Fran going in there and, and win a close one. I, I just think – um, they've got dudes, you know, Debo Samuel and those guys like that, you know, are, are such, you know, Kittles, Kittles playing at a high level. So, um, I don't know. Good good football game. I, I just – I can't figure Dallas out. I, I really can't. I've tried. I've watched every game they've played. And uh, sometimes they look good. And sometimes it's like, eh, you know, it just doesn't look good. But I, I just think Dak's got to find a way to get Amari Cooper more involved throughout the game. I mean, and target him 12, you know, 14 times a game or whatever it is. And, and same with CeeDee Lamb. But – um, they've got to they got to do more offensively. 
I, I would tend to agree with you. That, that's the voice of, of Brandon Whedon. Brandon, enjoy the football. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's talk next week. Take down all your notes. We'll get your breakdowns of the game. Thanks for being our guest. All right, buddy. See you, man. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Brought to you by Bet River Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem. 1 800 Gambler. The press. press. Ilo, what do you got? Not joking about this, Doug. Tennis superstar Novak Djokovic once again faces, indeed, deportation from Australia after the government revoked his visa for a second time. Why doesn't he use a MasterCard? What about Discover? (laughs) What about Discover? You get cash back on Discover. I'm not going to lie. Why use the visa? That is the epitome of synergy right there. I mean, can you imagine? They got to be jumping all all over this. Visa, it's everywhere you don't want to be. It's everywhere you want to be, you just can't. You just can't. Yes. If he was the Discover card, he would have gotten cash. There you go. He would would be ready for his first match. Thank you very much. Australia's immigration minister, Alex Hawke, with an E, no relation to Ethan, said that he canceled Djokovic's visa on public interest grounds. Djokovic's lawyers have already appealed. They better hurry because the Australian Open starts in three days. That's crazy. Why doesn't he just get vaccinated? You know, well, that, I mean, that's obviously would would end uh, this mystery. But also, I know this is not a I know tennis isn't a great sports topic show, but he's won like every event like 10,000 times. He's a gazillionaire. Is it worth the trouble? Why did thank you? Why doesn't he just like say, forget it? Screw this. I'm going to go take a vacation on the yacht that I can Screw afford. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Oh, they pull a Cartman. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Because he has, isn't he tied for the number of majors with Nadal and Federer? Don't yeah. they all have about the same number of majors? Yeah, he'll, ju- he'll, just win, he'll just win the next one next year. Yeah, he always wins in Australia. Yes. <sighs> yeah, I, I think now it's become a urinating match. Yes. Which is uh, which is some of our favorite things. All right, now next item, uh, we have paparazzi pictures emerging from the house of newly fired New York Giants head coach Joe Judge of some fascinating deliveries, nine pizzas, and several enormous cases of beer. So much beer they had to have dollies to load all of these cases of beer into his house so apparently drowning and eating his sorrows away now a couple things come to mind first of all hey you know what you get fired nine pizzas several cases of beers fine but boy do you have to be at the bottom of the new york paparazzi totem pole or what to be assigned to stake out joe judge's house <laughs> apparently he had all his assistant coaches over and they just had beer and pizza good how'd they not have wings and did they order those? Uh, everybody has different kinds of garlic things, like garlic knots. Yeah, those are amazing. Oh, those are great. Those are great. Can't, can't resist those. Those. Are, those are really good. And yeah. anyone who says they don't like the Papa John's dipping garlic 
they're lying. Yeah. You may not order hmm. Papa John's, okay. or you may not like Papa John, the the old Papa John's dude or whatever, or you may not like, but no, everyone loves that garlic stuff. It's That's just terrible cool. for you and tastes terrible. I mean, and, and smell makes your breath smell terrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, you know, the whatever paparazzi outfit this is at, at they're at their assignment meeting in the morning. Okay, uh, you get uh, you get you, you I get want De Niro. Yeah, Who's you get got- De Niro. Madonna's in town. Taylor Swift. You get to stake out Joe Judge's house on the off chance they uh, honestly, deliver some beer. It's better than De Blasio. <laughs> better than De Blasio. <laughs> uh, Do you see Madonna? There's a picture of Madonna, uh, Antonio Brown. Um, what? What? Wait, there's a Madonna, Antonio Brown. What? Who else? A Floyd Mayweather. Okay. Uh, there's two others in the exact same photo. Who else is Wait it? a minute. Is Antonio Brown still in New York? Okay. No, now he's in L.A., I think. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, yeah. I, I see it right now. Kanye, okay. Floyd Mayweather, Antonio okay. Brown. Wow. Okay. It's, like, it's like the punchline to every joke. Talk okay. about it Kanye, now. Antonio Brown, and Madonna walk into a bar. Man. Talk about an Algonquin roundtable. And I can see... Oh! Yeah, they're watching film, and they're upset that he has not been targeted enough. Finally, staying Roger in that. New York, it turns out the tickets for the Buffalo Patriots wildcard game tomorrow on the secondary market can be had for surprisingly cheap right now. Uh, decent seats, upper deck, but still decent seats between th- just 37 and $43 tomorrow. I know it's going to be cold, but are you surprised about that? Wait, it's going to be 37 where? 30 for the Patriots-Bills game in Buffalo. Mm. 37. Between 37 and $43 in the upper deck? Huh. Huh. I know degrees. it's going to be cold, but not that cold. But you have to get there first. No, oh, that's a good point. No, there's, there's a big storm going through the Northeast. I'm not sure if you're aware. And finally, one more New York item. Uh, Jets quarterback Zach Wilson. Not a very successful season, but how about this? This week he gifted all of his offensive linemen round-trip first-class plane tickets. Would have been better if it was, for, it was one way. <laughs> you stole my line! It was one way. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. I picked a lot of favorites this weekend, which means, of course, I'm going to be wrong because there's going to be a bunch of upsets, but I just feel like Big Ben's washed. I feel the Raiders are out of gas. Um, And my, my questions are about the Cowboys, and maybe the Cowboys open up a little can of whoop-ass on the San Francisco 49ers, but it's going to be a great football weekend. I got the call of UNLV Fresno State on FS1 tonight, San Jose State, Colorado State tomorrow on FS1. So you can check me out, watch the, calling some uh, hoops, and then watching some football alongside all of you mooks on Twitter at Gottlieb Show. Enjoy a Joe Judge night. Well, beer and pizza. It's Doug Gottlieb Show.